0: You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. Hey, what up, everybody? It's your host, your boy, Al Mega, Comic Crusaders Podcast, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. And today, we're talking the business once more. I got my good friend, man, our blockchain expert. I mean, the man knows his stuff. The one and only on. Absolutely, William. What's popping, Wilson? What's popping? What's popping? Hey, Al, how's it going, man? Uh, doing good. You, you doing good. me.
1: You humble me with, with blockchain expert. I try not to put that those two words together, man. No, yeah, but, but, are... but,
0: you are brother, when, when I have a question, there's no other person I would rather ask than Dion. You're the only person I know that's going to give me a real honest and When I ask him about NFT folks, he goes, hey, everybody's late to the game. <laughs> I was like, what? And, nice. and then he put me on as yeah. to why. My man knows the stuff, yeah. brother. I hope you've been well. Because I know that today we're going to introduce a new team member to the Multiverse yeah. family yeah. that... Yeah. that He's a man that is an advocate for indie. I mean, he's been in the business himself and and he found a platform that's gonna help push his ideas as well forward with helping the community, with showing independent creators why they need to get involved in certain factors and grow with certain things, right? I'm very happy to introduce your newest team member, the one and only Mr paul berry what's up brother yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey hey brother thank you for coming on man i appreciate you taking some time and once dion said yo well we have this awesome new team member you know part of the family Um, uh, you know he... introduce yourself tell us you know where you from where you uh your position within the the multiverse and then we're gonna get into some talking Okay.
2: Well, um, my name is Paul Berry. I am from Auburn, Washington. Um, you know, I'm right now, I'm the president of Ballistic Comics. I'm also the VP, uh, Senior of uh, Business Development and Multiverse. Ooh, and what so, a title. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's that's a big title. It's a, it's a big thing. Scary. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know I I love it I get a chance to work with a lot of people um, and help them develop you know the same type of you know thing that I'm trying to develop which is a brand you yes. know comics, comics brand- branding
0: and through the use of amazing technology too because again that's where a lot of creators may stumble you know I know that a lot of them are busy but they need to understand that you know, you got to take advantage of all these new wonderful technologies that are headed our way because it is, in fact, the future. Um, So tell us a little bit about Ballistic and then and then, you know, how that kind of steered your way towards, you know, w- with Dion and everything.
2: Well, Ballistic Comics got started about three years ago and, you know, we waited until, you know, one, I was looking around for talent and um I was trying to kind of gauge how everybody was doing. You know, you're working with so many different personalities. You have, you know, your artists, your inkers, and kind of the basic things that people who want to start a comic book company think about. You know, we think about the the, the creation, the book itself. Um, and so, you know, I got started with just putting out a book or two. And at first, I was just going and putting that, you know, as just a digital copy on to Amazon okay. and what I started noticing was is that putting out all of these issues that we did on Amazon that a lot of the sales that we were accumulating did not come from in the state so we didn't have U.S. sales we had out of the country sales don't know how it happened but I was able to gauge that and see that and so we brought on more people and we started to go okay well how do we use this to our benefit? And it just so happens that we were still trying to figure that out. And, uh, Dion reached out to me and we got to talking about the platform that multiverse uses in order to push our brand and get us to go global. Okay. Uh, which is the, you know, that's, I guess that would be the goal for every comic creator to have because you want to be a brand and you want to get into people's houses. If you can't get into the house, you can't be a brand. You know, Agreed. That's, agree.
0: right? that's where yeah. I'm trying to go with Comic-Crew <laughs> too. It's the global, you know? There's Comic Crusaders and then there's yeah. Almeida. <laughs> <laughs> the man behind it, you know what I mean? So yeah. what was it specifically within the world of the multiverse that, you know, when Dion connected... Because I know when, when Dion starts, you know... Bringing you the greatness of the multiverse, hero, legend, all the different things that are part of that. Uh, What was it that really sparked you to say, like, wow, I need to be a part of this somehow? The technology.
2: The technology was the number one thing. I think right now for independent comic creators, um, they're all looking for a way to gain more followers. You know, they want to build a bigger presence. But a lot of times we're looking for just You know, us to create a story and deliver that story for people to be able to read, you know, and enjoy that part. But there's a lot more little pieces that put everything together that would have it run smooth. Like, for instance, you know, you're running a business. Your comic book is not just a comic book, it's a business. So, product. So, you really are trying to find a way to get it. To where you can, you know, you can get it in Africa, you can get it, you know, in Egypt, you can get it here in the U.S., and it's still well known everywhere. But we're using platforms such as Instagram, we're using Twitter, uh, we're using fundraising, Kickstarter programs, things like that. But those things won't necessarily sustain your business. So that is what really brought me to the attention to just go ahead and. Hop in the multiverse. It was the right move.
0: No, I agree there. Because the one thing about the multiverse, is, again, is allowing to use your library. You could, you know, again, what if you're not using those characters? I mean, where is Ballistic now in the scope of the things? I mean, what what well, what is Ballistic doing?
2: Right now, we're still putting together stories. Uh, we still have content that we would like to put out. Um, I'm taking a little bit of time to make sure that I can get into my New position here, and just kind of settle in, learn as much as I can, soak up as much business as I can, and be able to help other artists and creators uh, as much as I can.
0: Yeah. So, so Dion, how is it ha- having you know what, what was that decision to to have and bring on Paul Berry, you know, to the position? the so monster um, within the brand,
1: what um what what struck me was Paul's during, during our several conversations and lengthy because of the amount of time that I talk, um, <laughs> what, what struck me was Paul's articulation of the needs of small business in general. And, and then secondly, uh, being able to look at that very granularly um, at the comic for, for, for indie comic creators. Looking at their needs, understanding where they need to be in terms of business, not just producing the comic or even even the uh, follow-up products, you know, uh, t-shirts, coffee mugs, etc. And then the third thing was his consciousness of the use of technology, how it how it is currently. Available as he mentioned the social media platforms, the crowd raising platforms, crowdfunding and being able to understand that a greater use of technology would be necessary to really move the indie creator forward. So those things really stood strong in my mind and, and they, they echoed back to. Where, where I was with the team when we started this business. And seldom do I hear anyone articulate as well as he did. So that, that was, that was a game changer. That was a game changer. There you go. He got it. Most people don't get it. And, and I want to, want to state something real quick when it comes to most people that don't get it. Um, I challenge the, uh, angels venture capitalists, private equity, and and other such professionals that claim to understand the money behind businesses. If you really understood that, then you could come to this business, this sector, and you could understand what we're talking about. But even even if you were to ignore us for a moment, you could look at the numbers yourself Mm. and uh, Those professionals, I don't believe, have the best understanding and they need leadership and guidance, navigation in this environment, just like in any environment they invest in. And they need it from the people that are on ground that are dealing with this. So we're here. We deal with indie creators. We do it in creators from all around the world. And not only when we when we talk about indie creators. And we, we talk about comics. We're, we're really talking about a, a, a much more expanded experience than just reading the print material or the digital material. We're, we're talking about the toys. We're talking about the, the costume performers, you know, the professional actors and actresses that don those costumes for us at any one given time. Um, and we're, we're talking about what they do in preparation for that. We're talking about, uh, the animated film and television professionals who take this written and visual medium and, and put it into another form of visual medium, you know, uh, whether that's animation or live action. And so, you know, and, and video gaming, right? So there are so many additional areas that are important and, when we when we think of comics, we really need to think of the entire environment of that pop culture entertainment, because comics really is the seed to all of these things. And I could go on forever on that, but I I just want to point that out that Paul showed an articulation of the need for business and the understanding of formula, the understanding of It's okay to love to write. It's okay to love to illustrate, but you've got to have, even if you don't like it, you've you've got to have a consciousness and awareness and a a behavior of business practices to get those materials into the consumer's hands and other businesses' hands that can help you take it even further. So I, I love that about Paul. And you know, I, I'm I want to be his champion. I really do. I want to be the champion of of independent creators. And it, it Paul is is the best example of this so far.
0: Got, well, Thank you. Dion, Thank you're me. on your way uh, yeah, uh, for you. that because the whole platform is just that. It, it, you're educating yeah. creators on a whole different world of possibility here. You know, especially with maybe even unused material. Hey, just because you're not yeah. working on it doesn't mean it doesn't hold value. Right. Right. You know? Right. So Absolutely. why are you so passionate about this, Paul? Where does that passion really come from and start? You know,
2: I'm I'm an artist. Um, I've been drawing ever since I was oh my goodness, you know, to my grade school. I'm <laughs> forty five now. So, you know, I've I've got kids and my kids are drawing. Um and they they like seeing what I do. They like me explaining to them why I'm doing it this way, what the process is. And uh, why is dad doing this on the iPad? Well, because dad was using paper, but the process now needs to be streamlined. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, um, It needs to be streamlined now because we're thinking of faster, how to make the process better, how to get it to your team in a more efficient manner. Mm. We're, we're talking about everything that makes a comic book work so that everything else can work around it just like Dion was saying you know look i've got t-shirts i've got coffee cups but t-shirts and coffee cups and stickers and all that won't go anywhere if nobody knows you exist so i mean
0: it's it's nice branding but that's about right. it because you're not doing yeah, anything right. with the brand does it really matter
2: <laughs> exactly and you and you have to be able to be able to have somewhere Where people can see it, you know, and and it's just more than just what's in the country, because here in the US, we tend to think about we think of comics, we think of Batman, Superman,
0: Marvel. DC. We think about two big labels. That's it. No one else exists,
2: apparently. Exactly. Uh But us in our forties and up and a little bit below that, we think of image comics. Yeah, You know, that's what we grew up yeah. on. And mm-hmm. and to us, that was the first real, you know, idea or let's say example of a independent comic company really getting out there and then just blowing up. But that was because they were already very well known and established artists and writers.
0: Within their respective you know? the bigger brands. It, exactly. <laughs> Correct.
2: So, Correct. You know, so... Now it's time for the independent artists that we have. And we've got millions of independent artists and companies. So how do you get all of those artists and writers and creators of anything else, any kind of material at all, to get out in front of the public? Well, you need a platform. You need a platform and you need the technology to be able to get you there. And that's where multiverse comes in.
0: In your opinion, fellas, you know, again, will Paul be in the new jack. I we'll pick his brain, but what do you think is the fear, if, if that's what you want to call it, fear of independent creators, you know, stepping into the realm of tech on this in this way? You
1: want to take I mean, that, ball a go, a a go.
0: You know what? I I
2: I'll, I'll jump ahead. at it real quick. I'll jump. Yeah, at it. go for it. Go for it. Um, I <laughs> I think it's. It's fear of business for them thinking that they may have to put down the pen or the pencil. Okay, uh, uh, you know, it's it's the trade-off.
0: So it's but, the lack of understanding that they don't necessarily have to do that, but not yeah. knowing that beforehand. <laughs>
1: right.
0: Okay. Yeah. Right. It, it, it,
1: it it another- oh no, go ahead. I'm sorry, Paul. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say that Are we we do this all the time when we talk way. Anyway. <laughs> Go
2: ahead. <laughs> <laughs> we I do. Mean, I, mean, I mean, you know. it it has mm-hmm. to do with categories, right? Okay. A category that you feel you may belong in may not be mm-hmm. your category to operate in. You know, I'm an artist, but I run the company. So, can I really draw and pump out a book every month uh, with my team, my creative team, and oversee all the business? No, that's not possible. Right. I need a team to create that book. And then I need to oversee that book to make sure that it gets out and it's marketed properly and it gets
1: in the hands of the people who need to see that book. Correct. I want to I want to add to the point here. A lot of it is is knowledge uh, as well as what Paul is saying for sure. There there are a number of factors here, but I I just want to for all the creators that are out there right now listening to this, I want to challenge you and ask you. Marvel uh, pre-COVID numbers had over a little over 400 employees. And my question to all of you, how many of those 400 employees do you think were writers and artists? Okay, you you don't you don't have a uh, corporate headquarters with ninety nine artists and writers and one business professional. In fact, if you were to look at those numbers pertaining to departments whether it's a legal department a marketing department you have more people that are associated with some aspect of business than you do creators mm-hmm. directly in that in the in that building now it's not to take for granted that their access to writers and uh and and illustrators isn't vast and doesn't outnumber the people that they have in business but 90, if not more, we, you know, I like to err on the side of Pareto's distribution. So, you know, 80, 90% of what is making Marvel, DC comics, even image guys, image value, you name it. What's, what's making them, um, a global brand is the focus on business. Now, there are a number of things you also have to look at for, for you guys out there, you know, another, another challenge question. And and I wrote this one down. Why are so many uh, indie creators uh, creating comics on their own? Why Mm -hmm. is there such a, uh, just a, just a emphasis that you have to go it alone. Mm -hmm. Even if you had a bad experience where, you know, uh you know one or two buddies didn't didn't uh didn't work out why do you not build a team why are you not uh getting more people with diverse backgrounds i'm not talking about ethnic backgrounds and geographic backgrounds i'm talking about business technology okay why are you not getting these people involved in your process And I think a lot of it also has to do with the fact that the access to social media platforms and what they propagate to you. They propagate a level of convenience to you that makes you believe that it's a a zero sum game, that you're going to come here and you're going to win. They're going to cover everything. Well, one thing about multiverse, multiverse, and Paul and I were talking about making this exchange and communication this week, is that multiverse is not a one. Uh, you know, a, a solution that fits everyone. It's it's not it's not a one stop shop for everyone. And and what you also have to understand is when we talk about a a, a product such as Hero Ledger, which is a, a, a digital marketplace, we're talking about the first the ambassador project and and program and application of several that we are building behind the scenes for you. And and this project this application does touch, as all of our uh, programs do, on, on some aspect of the three pillars, which is brand recognition, monetization, and efficient collaboration. That efficient collaboration is with your peers. That efficient collaboration is also with your consumers, your readers, okay, and the buyers of any additional merchandise. You need a better way to engage them than just uh, social media, because, and, and I, I go on this tangent about social, because I've seen it personally. We don't use proper etiquette on social media. Let's be honest. A lot of times uh, people will make posts. Yeah. Paul's like People will make <laughs> posts and they will ask you questions and you'll hit the like button. You'll hit the love, you'll, you'll clap, but you don't answer the question. You see, when someone makes a post and they are asking you something. You are supposed to respond or not respond. A like doesn't answer that unless they're saying tap the like button and that'll <laughs> let me know yes or no. Okay.
0: You At see? least. Yeah. Right I'm now they're just, they're just being told. Okay. I saw, I saw your comment. That's it.
1: Right. I, yeah. I, I see, yeah. you know, and if it's, you know, we know we have a lot of artists and creators that want to show their art. Okay, and so, you know, I'm guilty of the same hidden like hidden. But I do try to talk to those creators and say what Mm -hmm. I like about what they're doing so that they have context, something that we typically don't get in a world where it's just fast media and the need to respond without really thinking about the impact to the person we're responding to. And, and how that reverberates back to us in terms of value social value so you right. know there there are a number of things that we want to get clear in the minds of creators multi as we expose paul and and you know alex even you and, and our, our 16 plus partners now to uh to, to multiverse as a as a software environment we want you all to understand that Various creators are going to, uh, need one or more tools from those applications. They won't need them all. Um, I've seen some, some phenomenal policy. We talked about it. We always talk about oh, yeah. this stuff. Yeah. We, we've seen some amazing, uh, comic creators that, you know, their art couldn't get better. Their stories couldn't get better. Let's be honest. They're, they're amazing at what they do, but they're not as well known. They're not a, a, um, you know, a household name in the, in the traditional sense. Right. And a lot of times, you know, when I approach them, as I again talk to these creators weekly, they will become puzzled as to what the use of hero ledger is. Well, you've been creating art all this time. There are works that you have, you do not use for your main productions and you might feel very passionate about them. But I'm saying to you, make money on them. I'm not yeah. saying stop owning them. I'm not saying, uh, you know, that you have to, uh, you know, give them up. But what I'm saying is, like, I've, I've, I have found a creator. I'm not going to say any names. This hmm. creator does a, t- a you know, terrific character artwork and just cranks out character artwork every week. It's just cranking it out, right? Hitting those numbers that we always talk about you know, 300 plus intellectual property assets a year, cranking it out. And so I I, I talked to this creator, I asked them, hey, you know, have you thought about selling this? Oh no, I I don't want to sell it. And and on their profile, I'm looking for a job. Wait a minute, okay, (laughs) you need money and you are creating the products to sell that would make money, but you won't do it. So essentially, Homie
0: got to homie gotta register at the crib, and he doesn't know how to access it to open up and take out that money, right?
1: Absolutely, or, absolutely. Yeah. You, you you absolutely do. You've got it. You've got a safe, a vault, a a, a cash register, as you, as you said, Al, in the house, and you've either forgotten the combination, left the key, but you won't go in and get cash out. <laughs> and we're saying it's it's time out for that. There are more creators like Paul and like the 16 plus partners we have. And I want to do a shout out real quick to all those people who are partners. They should know who they are. I can go through the names. We don't have time for that. I will one day, though. But these creators understand that their brands have to expand. They they are technology conscious. Okay, meaning they understand that they have to evolve past social media. They have to evolve past even, you know, uh, comiXology and other comic book retail platforms that that are not getting them the exposure they need. And they're competing not just against their peers, but their middle classmen and the upperclassmen. Okay, and when it comes to making sales, everybody's paying attention to the big guys. Only you know when you can't quantify. Absolutely, when you cannot quantify your experience, and that's what Paul is talking about. Get into the business because it's going to help you to quantify your experience, your products, your team, as well as your audience. And when you can do that, you have a larger voice to businesses that are saying, "We got to look at the numbers, guys. We can't just look at the fact that you love the stories and love the characters." Mm-hmm. And and that's the business we bring. You know, so I I won't. You know, I'll stop there because you know. Again, this this could turn into (laughs) four or
0: five hours. Uh, No, but But, let's get uh, out. We have a listener and Missy got goes, and she goes, "I own a beauty brand, but this information is very relatable and something that can can transcribe to my own business." Exactly. Oh my goodness. This is, but this is more. (laughs) I mean, you (laughs) learn a lot here because it's like you say it is branding. So even if you're outside of comics, you know, it is still a brand. All this talk applies. Business is business. Absolutely. See, business.
1: Listen, creators have got to understand the comic book is a result of your business model. I could not be more technical. Mm -hmm. I couldn't be more complicated Mm -hmm. than that. You see a comic book from Marvel. You see a comic book from DC. You see a comic mm-hmm. book from Todd McFarlane, who's no longer with them, but he's killing it, right? Oh, he's Robert still he's Calvin. one of the few. Uh, King's
0: Yes, he's, he's one of the true, few, and absolutely. he uses those numbers. Like you said, he uses absolutely. the numbers. Look at us, yo. You know, it's taken 20 years, but now we sold X amount of this. You know, this is the numbers, absolutely. folks. This is the numbers. Numbers don't he's lie. Me.
1: He's doing great numbers. You know, 497,000. Who's counting? It's 500,000, right? <laughs> we don't typically see that, right? Nobody's typically, Marvel's not even seeing that. Okay. No, definitely not. Uh,
0: lucky they lucky uh, if they
1: see right? what, a 10. <laughs> yes, thank you. Right. Uh, I think I think mm-hmm. one of their biggest push, maybe after that, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, those out there in comic them, uh, Black Panther had, I believe, a million in sales, mm-hmm. but but prior to that, and then after, with all the titles that they have, even DC, they're not seeing those numbers. And and a lot of times it's the myopathy. We're so focused on the US market we forget that the united states has approximately 350 million people when you take a place like china which has almost five times that india five times that and then africa which has two times the number that india or china has
0: oh my gosh
1: okay we're we're we're, we're not thinking globally mm-hmm. and when we do sadly we're having to engage these traditional, very expensive, very uh, disconnected organizations, individuals, and groups that really don't take us where we need to be because their mind is always on the top brands.
0: Yeah. So, or you know, sometimes some works. of these brands only care mm. about the IP in and of itself only. Like, that's sure. it. I sure. mean, there was Absolutely. there was Absolutely. an unfortunate incident that that's been playing out that we've seen on socials, where a certain publisher stopped publishing, has kept the IPs of the creators, and then tells the the creator, the creator, well, if you want it back, give us X amount of dollars plus shipping costs. Huh? Wow. Yeah. (laughs) See, so, you know, (laughs) so protect the IPs, I mean, (laughs) you know, and and be smart about contracts, because I know that's another thing about everything within the multiverse, smart contracts, you you know, what, what you're doing, how you're doing it. There's control, there's ownership, there's leasing. Sure. I mean- And there are people behind the processes too. Yes. You know, one of the
1: things that Paul I represents and, <laughs> and one of the things that, that the people represent is the part of the business that the software can't do. You know, software can only do so much. And that's why we have partners. That's why we have uh, a team. That's why we have, you know, external partners outside of the multiverse because people have to be involved. When you look on our page, you'll see an attorney. There are other attorneys involved that that aren't on the page, you know, Hmm. firms and what have you, because they're necessary. So yeah. Yeah.
0: How do you feel about Mm -hmm. that, Paul? I saw you shake your head tremendously. What? I mean, I um, I don't want to name them and give (laughs) and give them brand space on my airway right now, but I don't know if you're aware of who they are. Um, Mm -hmm. I'll throw it in the private chat over here. But this particular company, you know, just basically uh been robbing creators blind and 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 even at MegaCon, i ran into a creator that was like i can't say too much now but you know i should be getting it back soon Mm -hmm. well i found out a week after yes he is getting it back but with exceptions well you know this label has to finish finish it first the og story then, then they have to be able to publish XXX, X, X, and then and only then, okay, then it's back to you. Like, what? No. But they, he created wow. this for you. Yes. I, I just don't understand independent comic book companies that would take an independent creator like that and just hurt them and abuse them. Apparently, there was even a creator that worked with these folks that felt that they ghosted him on his project and actually committed suicide over this. Ooh, so wow. there's also been a loss of life over wow. the issues with this company, that I hope Whoa. gets taken care of rather quickly. That
1: that smells that smells very legal. That smells very legal.
0: That's, that that smells like amazing. attorneys
1: and law firms and, and a lot of people. But go ahead, Paul. Take that man. Yeah. Man, that is that is heavy. That's real that is, heavy. Isn't because it? Yeah. A, a lot
2: of us are sacrificing a lot to be able to do this business, any business yes. that you're starting on your own so having something taken away from you that you spent all that time into and there's there's you gotta you gotta protect yourself you gotta if you don't have a a comic book company and you're producing comics (laughs) go get that llc take care of that part if you're saying your business get that llc now if you're saying you're putting out comics you need to be looking at copyrights trademarks you need to be looking at all of that not just one of those things but if somebody comes along Takes your baby project and throws it out there, and it catches all kind of fish. Well, mm-hmm. you've lost because now they can just come right in, take your baby project, and now mm-hmm. it's theirs. Whether it be HBO, whether it be, you know, uh, now a product of Hulu, now a product of Netflix, or yeah, it's gone. It's gone, and you can't CBS. get it back. Yeah. Yeah, You you can't get it back. It's just out there. So you just, you know, you really I think I think artists, especially artists who just even when they just put in our work, just regular work. My older brother, he told me this before I started the, the company. And he said to me, hey, you know what? You got a lot of comic book art. You know, you're you're recovering right now from an injury why don't you do something with them with that art that's just money sitting there
0: Mm.
2: waiting for something to go on with it you can make money from that you've got talent why don't you do it and um i started thinking about it and i go why 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 am i just sitting here on this all of this you know art i could be doing something with it and that's what i want to tell artists uh or creators or brand owners right now who is popping into the chat um that everything you produce Is something of value and everything you do on social media is watched so not only by the big guys or the next to the big guys but by us too because when we look at an artist or when we look at somebody's page especially like on an instagram i want to see what you have what is the product that you're presenting as a brand what is the art that you're you know want to put out there as your message? As your go to something that you love to do. That's what I want to see. And so if you're not doing that, you got to clean up those Instagram pages. If you're not doing that, you got to, you got to get more streamlined with it and go back. And even if you have to delete things that don't have anything to do with your business or your brand off that page, do it because it's only a positive for you. It's only for success for you to be able to do that so that we're not looking at you know, a bunch of everything, uh, your grandmother's recipe, uh,
0: <laughs>
2: your homeboy's uh, date that he had, and he tells you what happened on the whole thing, and y'all it, got communication going it, on. We need to certain speak. things that so people
0: different. shouldn't know about TMI stuff. I get it. You know, right. don't, don't do that. If you're gonna do right, TMI, right. make it about your project, about your right. brand, about yourself you know, in a positive light. Or
1: separated or separate, you know. Right. There, there are tons of websites that, um, allow you to be your, be you as the brand about me.com. I mean, I think it's about.me or something like that. It literally lets you take all the vanity shots you want and talk about yourself and do that. But like Paul was saying, when you're representing your comic brand, you need to be very clear on the message because that's going to go to the audience and to a specific audience. Sometimes you get audiences you didn't think you were going to get or even want, but you got them. (laughs) And a lot of that has to do with planning and a lot of it has to do with foresight, paying more attention to what's happening. A lot of creator spaces, especially in art, are being co-opted. By those with political messages, mm. and this is not something that happens towards the voting part of the uh electoral cycle. It's something that's actually occurring uh, quite often at multiple uh junctures, and you know for those that want to be a part of those messages, no problem. uh but for those who are unaware that that's happening, you want to have more awareness of how your product can be co-opted, how your brand can be co-opted without you knowing it. Because one of the political strategies out there is to not only control the narrative, but it is to co-opt the symbol. And if you have a symbol, we've seen this with Alan Moore's work, right? So uh, with V for Vendetta, we've seen V, the symbol, co-opted. Now, Moore spoken about that. He had no problem with it. I don't have a problem with it, but these things happen without the creator's permission. Whether Alan Moore liked it or not, it was too late. It was done, and so we have to be aware of that. We may have something that, uh, you know, it 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 goes global for a multitude of reasons. And what Paul said earlier is so important. Everything Paul is saying here is important, but specifically about what you have having value. You guys don't understand that in the, in the insular community, as Paul mentioned, there are millions of you globally. You guys are making financial exchanges with one another. It costs money to create these characters. Even when you sit down at your, at your, uh, your electronic table and you draw at your electronic tablet, whatever you got, whether you're doing it on Bristol, old school, whatever. <laughs> there's a financial value attached to what you're doing. You may think, oh, well, I'm doing this. So it doesn't, there's no money. No, there. it's been calculated, guys. And that's why we're here is to show you the metrics to get you to understand that you're more valuable. That's why the larger guys can laugh at you. That, that's why they can beat you to the market. That's why they can beat your butts in the market because you don't understand values. I had a creator. Literally say to me that we want to ignore, you know, speaking for other creators, by the way, and usually I don't accept that, but in this case, they were correct. Of course, I shared this with Paul. Uh, this, this creator said, Hey, we want to ignore the business. Well, we all want to ignore the business. Who doesn't want to sleep in on, on a, on a Saturday morning? Okay. But mm-hmm. you know, if you're Al, you got nine podcasts in a row. If you're Dion Wilson, you got four business calls on a Friday. Okay, who, who wants that? I don't, but I do it because that's what keeps the lights on and keeps the food on the table. You see, so ignoring it doesn't make the problem go away. In fact, it, it exacerbates the problem. We're proposing an environment that's not just software, but is an environment of people Where we come together, we work together. Solutions are for everyone to participate in, not for one or two to give and the rest to take. That's not how it works. We work as a team. We collaborate together. You guys already do what we propose. We're just proposing it in a way where you just never thought about it. You guys are already making these exchanges for one another. Mm -hmm. And, you know, to, to back to Paul for a moment. Paul is here. As he mentioned, to look at your brands, to see what you're doing. And you may say, well, I don't want anybody looking at my brands. I don't care. Everybody's looking at you.
0: Anyway. We're just telling
1: you what we're doing. See, Marvel and DC sneak around my LinkedIn account all the time.
0: Oh, yeah. I I see Disney, Marvel, and DC in mine. Absolutely.
1: Right? All the time. They're paying attention. Are you? you? You see? They know how to quantify what you do and what you don't do, what you say, what you don't say, who you associate with, right? Who you're not associated with. Are you doing this? So Paul is looking. Paul is looking for the multiverse. He's looking for your benefit. He's looking for the larger benefit of the global artistic community that says we want to step it up. We want to level up our game right now. Your sister environment, um, the video game industry is kicking your behind. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they come from you. Okay. It's, it's, it's kind of like Zeus and the Titans, right? <laughs> you know, uh, you know, when, when the, uh, you know, the, the gods, uh, you know, decided to attack the Titans, they killed them. They had to get rid of them. And so that, that's what's happening with the, in the video game industry. They're, they're killing the comics. You know, we're talking, I think, uh, pre COVID numbers, uh, 200 billion. Uh, or close to 200 billion in revenue globally. Okay, mm-hmm. now I know that the comic industry has that and more. You guys create seven to ten billion dollars in value every year from your intellectual property. Every okay. year, mm-hmm. it took Marvel 80 years to be sold to Disney for about four billion of that, for about a little under half. And you guys create twice that every year, but you're not aware mm-hmm. of it. Hmm. You know, you're not aware of it. I am because I've asked a lot of you. I've taken time to quantify. It. I I put it in front of my data analyst to do the rest. And we want to show you that you have it. So Paul is looking. He's quantifying. <laughs> He's checking out what you're doing. And we're going to be picking indie companies that we feel they don't have to have the commercial success. They just have to be commercially viable. And we can look at those companies and tell which ones are. And we're going to work to position those companies through our software, through <laughs> our teams, okay, through through our process. <laughs> oh, That's a new hashtag. Oh, yeah. I like that. Uh, I, I feel like, like that, right? both now. I yeah, feel like going to say run. that, right? You know. <laughs> uh, so we're going to be looking, and oh, he, Paul's going to be looking, and he's going to be choosing indie creators that have their stuff together and anyone that want to get their stuff together now's the time you see the you know all of you guys have said this before you're looking for the next marvel in dc you've missed it the next marvel or dc is an entire ecosystem you see that's what the future is is creator economy it's not one company over another it's several so so that's what we're going to be doing excuse me
0: excellent that's what we want, yeah. you know, and this, we're about to close the show Uh, because, you know, I got several more to knock out. But I want yeah. to give out the Hypocrite here. I won't say his last name or uh, that's yeah. hilarious. Uh, uh Paul is a great <laughs> artist and a better businessman. He says over the past few weeks, he's explained how this works. And I'm honestly shocked. There's so little eyes on this stuff. And that, that's why I keep bringing them on. I, I want people to know this is some real business right here. This is some nice. really good stuff. That's all about helping the community, building the community, empowering creators. That's my Absolutely. big thing that that I love about what Dion and, and now Paul is bringing to the table. It's about empowerment, folks. Knowledge, yep. you know. You don't have to like that that, that example Dion said. You know, the, the dude doesn't want to sell his, sell the work, but but looking for right. looking for work. I mean, it doesn't make sense, folks. If you got it, right. use it. You know what I mean? Use your skills. Absolutely. Use your talent. Uh, Absolutely. Paul, as the new Jack, I'll leave you. What are your last words for our community today?
2: You know what? Just come by my Instagram or come by my YouTube channel and just drop me a comment or send me a message. You know, if you have some questions, if you have anything you want to know or you just want to talk or you want to talk about how to build your brand and your business, just contact me and we'll talk.
0: And yes. There you go. Well, awesome. Uh, Dion, thank you for bringing in and presenting Paul. So, the community over here, That's Paul, you're definitely amazing. the man. And, bro, Thank you, bro. You're, Thank if you listen, a, as a advocate for indie, bro, you know, Common Crusaders is on your team as well. Forget about Thank it. Know, all right. We're Thank family you, now. We're all about crusading nice. for independence. So, you know what it That's is? Good. Please make sure to check out all the greatness of, of, of Multiverse. There goes everything right there. You know, they're on Facebook, they're on Discord. Slack, Twitter, Instagram, you, uh, I mean, everywhere. Uh, uh, yeah, Twitch. right there. And on Twitch, I left I all my you Yeah, now on Twitch as well. Twitch, there we doing go. some stuff there. So, make sure. What to are check we them doing out. on Twitch? Paul, know what are we doing on Twitch?
2: Uh, we are going to be doing a uh, podcast on Twitch every now and then and, and drop one. We haven't made out a full schedule for you yet. Uh, But we're going to be doing that. We're going to be doing some watch parties possible. That's going to be nice. It's going to be fun. So, yeah, y'all need to tune in.
0: So tune in and become part of this beautiful community. And let's leave it with this, where Michael Beasley says of Paul, Paul is a great friend that inspired me to publish my first book. (laughs) I really enjoy our friendship. Look at that. A a testament there uh, of the coolness of Mr. Paul Berry. And of Man, course we're Mr. changing the, to the We're going
1: to change it to the Paul verse. We're, we're going to get rid of Molter. Right. Oh, yeah. Paul, 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 <laughs> Paul is looking. That's the hashtag. Right. Paul is looking. Queens wanted to be the Paulverse, Paul. Yeah. Verse. Yeah. Paul is, Paul is <laughs> looking. Paul is watching. Paul They're is watching. watching. They're
0: Paul watching. watching. There. there you oh, go,
1: yeah. folks. Big big Thank- brother.
0: <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, yeah. uh everyone. You know, please make sure to check out everything from multiverse. You know, check out Paul, support this, support independent creators. My outro tells you everything that you need to do, with the exception of make sure to visit our brand new comic shop at comiccrusaders.shop and our ultimate swag shop at comiccrusaders.us. The rest yeah. is in the outro. Thank you, muchachos Hasta la próxima. Thank you for listening to the Comic Crusaders podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit ComicCrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at UndercoverCaves.com. And also, make sure to download the Comic Crusaders app on the Google Play Store today.